Good morning. Good morning. I was looking at my hair this morning on Zoom. I said, mm, it's okay. It's Friday, right? It's Friday. <laughs> I'm so excited, especially we're coming to the close of chapter three, the image maker. Oh my God. Good morning, podcasters from the millionaire of the diamonds. I cannot tell you at what point the last 48 hours have been transformational in my life. Like you have no idea. This morning I get up at five. I write to Marie Pierre. I think it was like 5.15. Okay, no, do the live team. And then I was talking to my phone. Okay, Marie Pierre, I reread what I, what I taught. Oh my, it was horrible. <laughs> That's me. You know, I'm going fast, 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 and I don't see. But anyways, all that to say that I came back to the office and I really dove into the preparation of today's podcast. But once again, you know, I need to thank you for, again, making me accountable each day to work on being a better version of myself. Because to write the podcast is actually the biggest gift I have given myself because you are here listening. And especially you, Monique, and you know, you're there as you're one of my directors, you're there all the time. Like, I have, I have to, like you, you stress me because I have to over deliver every single time. So I want to thank all of you guys for bottom of my heart. The image, the image we hold of ourselves has a tremendous impact on our overall mindset. We know that for a fact, but the way he puts it into context, Bob Proctor in his book, um, born rich, it, it just boggles my mind. It's so simple and so clear. It's, it's just, puts a lot of words where before I spoke in a very abstract manner. And I can't stress enough on how important it is to focus on the higher image of that higher person you want to be. Don't be boggled down by your immediate situation. This is what a lot of us do. Oh my God, I don't have any money. How do you want me to focus on my goals? And and the more we do that, the more it pulls us down, the more it pulls us down. You know, you're struggling with debt or you're battling with personal setbacks, you know, divorce, whatever, uh, or simply just feeling lost. Oh my God, I don't feel I'm where I'm supposed to be. You need to maintain a clear and positive mental image. I'm telling you, this is going to help you to stay motivated, excited, and have absolute laser focus on your goals. Once again, for those that are in Tupperware with me, you know how, how the last two months there's been huge controversy on the news you know, our customers, etc. I keep laser focused. I am motivated. I am excited. You can't fake this because I don't look at this. I look at where are we going next? And since yesterday, realizing we have done half a billion dollars in the last 41 years, it just got me even more excited and more motivated because I just created, thanks to Bob Proctor, a bigger, my image maker became bigger. And thanks to Melanie Miller's chart, now I see it. I see it. The close 50 years with $1 billion in sales. And I love the way, um, Sylvain Lalonde brought it yesterday to the, to the meeting. He says 1 million, if we put it into time, it's the equivalent of 13 days. And 1 billion, if we put it into time, it's the equivalent of 33 years. I mean, guys, that's a lot of Tupperware. Like, I, I mean, and we're 99.999% of it is in Quebec. That means only 4 million household addresses. Guys, 
Can you imagine if we had the world to us, what we could do? So I'm definitely, we're going to attack Canada because that Melanie Miller will speed it up quite a bit. We can do two, three, actually two consecutive years of 280 million in Canada. It's going to give you that that half a billion that we need. You, you feel me, guys, how the image, and the more I'm creating this image since yesterday, Monique, the wilder and crazy I'm becoming because it's so wow. So this is what builds the kind of mental stress, mental, not stress, yeah, stress, it's a good stress, but mental strength that is required to achieve your next level. So today, my two amazing podcaster, first, Melanie Miller, who will share the inspiring story of Jen, John Canary. I'm, hope, I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it properly, but she will for sure. And Paul, I won't even try to pronounce his last word, uh, exploring how their experience can help us achieve our goals. And Marie-Pierre will be sharing on the importance of creating a daily affirmation statement and how doing so will help us reach our fullest potential because we do get boggled down. We do get boggled down and we need to be able to snap ourselves out of it for every second i am dwelling in fear or all those other negative emotions i'm walking away from my 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 dream life that is meant for me whether you're looking for financial success or simply a sense of greater purpose or direction in your life you are in the right place so before leaving um leaving the place melanie miller to share i want you to take a moment to share the podcast and this is what i want you to write how do you live each day with intention or with stress how do you live each day with intention or with stress so that would be the question i would write down for people to listen to the podcast number two i'm going to hand it over to marie pierre to share with you this amazing contest we're having on the group the millionaire of the diamonds we're drawing out one stock pot of six liters worth over $300 or in Soters worth over $300. It's going to be your choice by, by achieving 3000 members organically, we're going to draw out both. So Marie-Pia, how can I get coupons in the draw? Yes. Yeah, so you have three ways to get tickets in the draw. So the first way is every time you comment on the group with six words and more, yes, you will be in the draw. So every time, every comment with six words and more will give you a ticket in the draw. The second way is to post on the group. So you go on the group, Emiliana de Diamant Inspirational Group on Facebook and you post something. It can be a, an image. It can be a video. It can be a live. So every time you post, you get a ticket in the draw. And the third way to get ticket in the draw is when you invite someone new to the group. So the new person has to post on the group to say thank you to this person. So she tag you and uh, to uh, say thank you to invite them on the group. So you and the new person have a ticket in the draw. So there are the three ways to get and tickets. as of next Thursday, we're going to recognize our top three. Right, Marie-Pierre? Woohoo! Guess who number one is? Come on, guys. Guess, guess, guess. Everybody, go in the chat. Go on Podbeam. Go on Facebook. Drum roll. Jacqueline Stockley. Okay, by the way, guys, my entire speech of Wednesday and Thursday night was inspired from the, the material 
she posted on the group the millionaire of the diamonds even myself now i'm no look no longer scrolling on youtube for inspirational video i, I just go to my group now and i go oh wow this is good oh wow this is good oh wow this is good shake it all up and then comes out you know whatever i have to say so once again i thank you so much contributing with lives uh, marie france Toupet, even though i haven't seen her for a while but marie france got to get back in, in the picture thank you lise thank you thank you thank you it doesn't matter how long it is just sharing a wonderful talk is amazing um look anything that you know you see on facebook instagram whatever say oh this is good for the group you know extract it go put it there thank you thank you so much and we're growing 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 the podcast and and a lot of it is listened to in the aftermath and i'm telling you the one reason it's growing it's the warm welcome that matthew lee sylvie and all of you are giving to all new podcaster members there's nothing can you imagine walking to somebody's home you invited me for supper monique i come into your home and you don't say hello to me i probably leave and go to mcdonald's you know so that warm welcome is so important if you want people to stay with us so with no further ado over to my friend the other half of my brain melanie miller thank you very much maria and it was a shocking start for me this morning when my alarm didn't go off <laughs> so uh yeah um, anyway, I had time to prepare and thank goodness this morning I'm telling you two stories which we only read last night. So um, I've got lots of notes, but really I was just doing it from memory. So I'm going to have the um, privilege this morning to, to give you two stories about two men who showed that persistence pays and persistence pays in, in the chapter is called persistence always pays i like that because i know i can be persistent so in hill's book think and grow rich there is a chapter on persistence and so john canary who was a friend of bob proctor's but he didn't know him that well they just sort of you know saw each other occasionally at um conferences they decided that they would read that chapter every day for 30 days and in when you read something every day for 30 days for sure the ideas are going to sink in so um bob was quite surprised when in 1971 um john canary called him and said i really need to talk to you and Bob says, sure, what would you want to talk about? Oh, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it with you on the phone. I want to talk about it person to person. And Bob says, well, my, my schedule is so tight. Um, I don't have time to deviate to Belleville in Ontario to see you. And so John says, well, is there any way you can squeeze me in? Like, are you coming through Toronto anytime? Anyway, eventually they were able to meet Bob was on his way from Edmonton to Chicago and um, he stopped in Toronto uh, for a layover and John Canary went to Toronto Airport. So Bob's like, well, what is this amazing thing you want to talk to me about? And John Canary said, Bob, he said, I want to be like you. I want to be giving seminars all around the, the, the country. Um, and Bob 
was quite disappointed, in fact, to hear this is what the big secret was that he had to meet him about in person because Bob had heard this story hundreds of times. Every seminar he did, somebody would come up and say, I want to do what you do. And Bob was concerned that his friend may, uh, may be delusional. Anyway, John Canary says, tell me, what do I have to do? So Bob told him, you have to do a tremendous amount of studying. You need to know your subject. You need to be able to answer a thousand and one questions around the subject that people are going to ask you. And these people are lawyers, are medics, are um, accountants. They're going to know their stuff. You have to know enough to answer intelligently to them. You have to have confidence to answer. And so he said, you also need to develop showmanship and have voice control. Because um, if one person mocks you, they can mock you in front of a huge audience. Anyway, John insisted that he wanted to go ahead. Bob was skeptical. He did the work. He followed Bob at his own expense all over the country. He sat in hundreds of seminars, took thousands of pages of notes. He read hundreds of books. And eventually, because he was like a moving part that was always with Bob in his seminars, Bob started to let him open a seminar or close a seminar or give a presentation within the seminar. And um, John um, Canary would not quit and imagine now John Canary, well, at the time the book was written, now John Canary is earning more in one day than he was earning in a whole year when he first joined um, um, Bob Proctor. And he is one of the most well-respected speakers in North America. His persistence worked. He had a dream, he had an image. His image was him giving conferences and he did what it took to get there. In the book, uh, uh, Think and Go Rich, um, Napoleon made um, a, an LP, a record. And um, at the end of the LP, uh, he had, it was made after his death, but he had um, said several quotes in his life and he said uh, his closing on this LP was, and now as I stretch out the hand of friendship through time and space, let me remind you not to go searching for opportunity in the distance, but reach out and embrace it right where you are. And that, of course, is what we've been hearing this whole chapter, stay planted. Well, another person that um, uh, illustrates this persistence was called Paul Hutsey. And um, when um, Bob was giving some seminars for the Prudential Assurance Company, uh, um, Paul Hutsey was one of the people that was there. Now, Bob had been invited to give these seminars. They were gonna be at the head office of the Prudential place. And they were going to run over 12 days and there were going to be four regions coming in for each uh, three days. 
and um, Bob said, how much do you want me to talk? And the president said, oh, an hour a day. Bob says, no, I'm not doing it for an hour a day. You won't get enough out of it. I have to have two, hour, two and a half hours each morning. And uh, he was surprised when the guy actually called him back and said, okay, you can have two mornings, not three, but you can have two. So Bob says, okay, I'm gonna do this seminar for you for two mornings. And at the end of one of those sessions, he was approached by somebody who said, once again, it's important that I talk to you. Now, there were more than 200 people in every session, all wanting to talk to Bob. But this guy was persistent. He said, I really, I have to talk to you. So eventually Bob agreed to meet him at coffee the next day. And um, the guy started to tell him, you know, I'm a good man, I'm well-respected, I'm good at my job, but I have a problem. And so Bob says, well, what's the problem? He says, I want to be in the top 100 of the prudential rankings because that gives me a prestige. At the moment, I'm number 175 out of 500, which is pretty respectful, but it's not where I want to be. So Bob listened to the guy and he said, I know what your problem is. You're visualizing imaging 175. What you need to be imaging is 75 or a number above 100. You won't get above 100 until you start imaging and visualizing yourself above 100. The moment we start visualizing, I'm not gonna make my director figures, what happens is we start to decline. And it's the same in any business. You have to always have an image that's bigger than what you think you can do because otherwise you will never get bigger. So Bob could see this problem. And so he said to um, Paul, you have to be able to see and think and have an image of something bigger. And he could see like a light switch going on in Paul's head. And a day later, after the conference, he received a call from Paul and he wanted to know where Bob was gonna be doing seminars over the next few days. And he decided in his own time and at his own expense that he would travel with Bob. Um, actually, he asked if he could travel with him. And um, they spent many hours together talking in the car, um, talking in the evenings. And he wanted to like suck as much knowledge as he could about imaging, what it means, how the brain works and, and how this could actually work for him. And so they spent two to three days um, talking about all these things. And then when he returned to his work, he started to work with a proper image. His results started to improve. Now the company decided to move him in the middle of all this. So he went from where he was used to working in Wichita to um, Pittsburgh, who were number 163. But he didn't make the mistake of thinking 163. He was now on this new program to think big. And, two, and, and within six months, he moved from 163 to number 11 in the company in six months 
just by working with the image because working with an image subliminally makes you work for what is important. It gets you there. So two years later, they were number two. Paul Hertzi is now a VP of the company at the time of this book writing. And he would tell you, never let pre-present um, results dictate what is in your mind. Build the image of what you want. We are really fortunate to have a leader who has that ability. Maria has always had a bigger image than any of us thought were possible. Her mind is expanding all the time. Her current 240 million in one year, maybe it seems impossible, but I know that we will get there. For the first year I was at Tupperware, the image was 10 million. And I remember thinking, in your dreams, lady. And it was in her dreams because that's what she thought about. And when we got too close to 10 million, she says, no, 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 that's not big enough. Now we need to be thinking of something much bigger. 72 million became the new target. And I'm like, oh, who is this person? Anyway, now her image is 240. I thoroughly believe it. And I know that when we get to over 100 million, that image is going to get bigger again because it's too close for Maria to be 100 million and look for 240. So, but to tell you more about the imaging process, I'm going to leave you in the hands of Marie Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So, yes, it's now the time to create that affirmation about your personal image of prosperity. So, if I just tell you, go, it's now time to create your affirmation. Probably you will look like a deer in headlights. Okay, so for the most of us, we need to do some exercise, some question to be able to create that affirmation because creating your personal image of prosperity will involve not only your mental exercise, but also practical action to help reinforce your desired perception of success. So the first exercise, of course, is that visualization. So yes, I will give you some exercise to do. When you have the time, find a quiet place that you will feel comfortable when you, uh, where you can really relax without any distraction. Close your eyes, take a few deep breaths to center yourself and start visualizing yourself in a state of prosperity. So imagine yourself living your ideal life, experiencing success, abundance and fulfillment in different areas. So engage all your senses to make the visualization vivid and real. See the image, hear the sounds, feel the emotion, and immerse yourself in the experience. Focus on specific aspects that will contribute to your image of prosperity. So to help you do that visualization, I found for you 10 questions to help start that visualization of that image that we want to create. So question number one, what does financial prosperity look like to you? How does it feel to have abundant financial resources and financial security? I know it's not something that's answered like that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> take the time, just reflect on that. And uh, you can take the time after the podcast to really do the all exercise. Number two, how does success manifest in my career or prof professional life? What achievement, 
recognition or advancement uh, do I envision? Number three, what does optimal health and well-being look and feel like to me? How does it feel to be energetic, vibrant, and in peak of physical condition? Number four, how do fulfilling and harmonious relationships will contribute to my overall state of prosperity? How do I interact with my loved ones, friends, and colleagues in this prosperous state? Number five, what does a balanced and fulfilling lifestyle include for me? How do I spend my leisure time, engage in hobbies, or pursue personal interests in a prosperous, prosperous state? Number six, what experience and opportunities do I attract in a state of prosperity? How does it feel to have all doors opening and connection forming? Number seven, how do I contribute to the well-being and prosperity of others? How does it feel to make a positive impact and be of service in my community and or in the world? Number eight, how does a sense of purpose and fulfillment align with my personal image of prosperity? What meaningful goals, aspiration or project am I engaged in? Number nine, how do I handle challenges and setbacks with resilience and positive mindset in a state of prosperity? How do I see obstacles as opportunities for growth and learning? And number 10, what values, beliefs, and attitude will support my personal image of prosperity? How do these beliefs shape my thought, action, and interaction with the world? So, of course, it's 10 questions to just start your reflection. You can go find some more if you need some more, but it's just a way to start that visualization of your personal image of prosperity. So, allow yourself to feel the excitement, the joy and satisfaction that will come with this image of prosperity. So, stay in this visualization for a few minutes to make, uh, make sure that you embrace the positive emotion and affect. Uh, affirming that this is your reality and then you will be able to start writing that affirmation <laughs> so yes you want to create one uh, affirmation that is a, a brief uh, description of your image so you want to start uh, for example i am so happy that and that i see now myself with so you can continue with the brief description of your image of uh, um prosperity for you. So this affirmation, when you have it, make sure that you have it always with you so you can repeat this affirmation every day, multiple times in the day. <laughs> so maybe you can have it in your phone. Maybe for you, it's going to be written on the piece of paper that you have in your wallet. So make sure that you have it every day with you so you can repeat this affirmation and repeat and repeat and repeat. Because remember, an exercise like that is most effective when you do it consistently and you will commit it with personal growth and action after that. So I hope with this question, you can, this question, you can really start doing this image of prosperity.
and create the affirmation that will summarize it for you that you can repeat it easily every day down notes you know as she's right as she's explaining i'm taking down notes and and i believe this is really key is being intentional sometimes i talk to people and as i'm talking to them um i see they're doing something do, do you understand me guys I, like there's just and it's okay it doesn't bother me because at the end of the day i do it for myself to, to give you my 100 percent is quite egotistical you have to understand uh in the sense where you know, you do everything for yourself. It's even when you're giving money to a um, uh, sans-abri, uh, in English is, um, oh, somebody can't help me with the word, you know, um, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Ah, oh, senior moment, right? Um, nobody can help me out? No? Okay. Charity. Let's check here. Charity? Yeah, charity, or you know those people in the streets, what's the English word, Melanie? Homeless. Homeless people, you know, you have to understand you, you are not being generous. You are not being kind. You are not, not, not. You're doing it for yourself because when you give that money, you know very well that it's not going to change anything besides an instant, uh, you know, gift to that person. You're doing it for yourself. And that's the hardest thing to grasp with. So become very uh, egotistical in the sense where you want to give so much, but in the end, you're only it's only a gratification to yourself. Anyways, you, you just just remember making true true change is creating a home for the homeless example and feeding them and making sure that it doesn't happen again. But as long as I'm just giving a $10 bill, it's making me feel good at the end of the day. So I'm doing this because it's making me feel good, right? Uh, but as I do it to make me feel good, I know some of you are going to take away a lot. And this is what I want you to take away today. For me, this is what's very important with chapter three, okay? Uh, because it's going to fill you with excitement, with inspiration, and with possibilities. In this chapter, we explored the incredible power of the image maker, right? The part of ourselves that creates the mental image that shapes our reality. And then I was looking for a... Um, a visual that I could give you. And the, the, the first that came to mind was the sculpture of Michelangelo uh, in Italy, the David, those that I see on Zoom. Did anyone actually see the statue of David in real life? Thank you, Melanie. Okay, Melanie. Now, did you react like I reacted in front of the statue? And I, I, my reaction was, oh my God, this thing is huge. I could not have imagined back in the days a short man like Michelangelo that could have possibly sculpted this, this statue. I think it's over seven feet tall. Like this thing is huge. And I remember getting emotional when the tour guide was explaining, even before we understood the anatomy, the sculpture of Michelangelo was so precise in the anatomy of a human being. Anyways, I'm telling you this, and, and I said it to the mastermind, and as I wrote it, I got emotional. So what Michelangelo did is he took away the clay that was hiding the David. When we asked him how he sculpted it, he says, well, it was always there. David was always there. All I did was remove the excess clay. I want you to understand the you the magnificent you the great is already there 
You just need today to chip away the excess clay. You know, the, the worry about the debt, chip it away. Uh, the worry I'm not good enough, chip it away. The magnificent you is already there. Everything you desire is already, you have it already, but you can't access it because of all this excess clay around it. And just an example are my parents. You know, they immigrated to, to Canada. They didn't stay boggled down with, you know, their bank account. There was no money. There was nothing to do in Italy, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't know it, but they practiced the image making. They saw, they tapped into the image making. They saw themselves living in a beautiful home, even if they weren't living in a beautiful home in Italy. Uh, they saw themselves driving a Cadillac because that was the, that was the dream car of every Italian. They saw it. They didn't know it, but they were practicing image making. You know, it's, it's just absolutely incredible. Don't, so remember, as you do this and hold on to these images, you begin to take action every day to bring you closer and closer. So if in the present moment there's something bothering you, you have to chase it away. Otherwise, you stop your progress towards that image you have imagined. So I always talk about stay in a feel good, stay in a feel good, stay in a feel good. This exercise that, that Marie-Pierre shared with you is what you must read when you're feeling anxious that you're not gonna do your numbers, when you're feeling anxious that you might not have the money to pay everybody off at the end of the month. Read the statement because you can't be anxious. You cannot live in stress because you're gonna walk away from the ability to uncovering the masterpiece that is already in the clay, which is you. So I promise you, my friends, with a lot of courage, persistence, discipline, you're going to make it happen. You're going to make it happen. And for it to be happening, number one, You've got to get rid of the people that are leveling down around you. And sometimes that can be your own husband. And I was sharing, my husband doesn't level down, but we're at a crossroad right now. I understand the financial freedom we have, but you know, for me, it's nothing to do with that. It's all about accomplishing my next. And at this point, there's certain ambition that I no longer share with him because I don't want him to rain on my parade. You know, he's an extraordinary man, but he is older than me. And this is where you see the age difference, ladies and gentlemen. So you be careful to protect the dream. You've got to protect it. You've got to protect it. So thank you for joining us. And I really hope this weekend you're going to dive in and, and, and start removing some clay from the masterpiece that exists already, which is you. Thank you. And we'll see each other, God willing, on Monday. Bye-bye, everyone. Oh,